wannabe Bond villain and World Economic Forum big shot Klaus Schwab. The kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and those who exercise authority over them are called benefactors. Luke 22:25. A frightening pandemic has the world at its grasp. And no, I don't mean COVID-19, the Delta variant, or any other coronavirus. No. The pandemic we all face is the terrifying tyranny pandemic. An authoritarian, worldwide, unprecedented, and apparently globalist-driven destruction of the civil liberties of the people of the West all, supposedly, to keep us safe from a virus which has a survivability rate of well over 99%. The virus pandemic, if it even deserves that name, frightens me not in the least. It's the tyranny pandemic unleashed by governments in the formerly free world that is terrifying. Just a couple weeks ago I wrote on this topic. So why return to it? Because the shriek-o-meter of the vaccine propagandists has been cranked up to ear-splitting levels that I never thought possible. Even mainstream news channels are openly advocating authoritarianism that only a few years ago would have been unthinkable in America. According to the version of history I was taught and read, the Nazis lost World War II. But from where I sit, it almost looks as if they won. Why do I say this? Because more and more in what was formerly considered the free world, something very much like vaccine fascism is rapidly becoming the order of the day. Take France, for example where it's now papers, please. In this case, it's the vaccine passport that's being demanded. According to President Emmanuel Macron's recent edict, French citizens must present proof of vaccination just go about their daily lives doing normal things, going to the movies, dining out, etc. This has sparked a wave of protests in France, such that the government has felt compelled to back down. At least to some extent. But the idea of a vaccine passport is not dead in France. Certainly, the idea of a vaccine passport is not dead in America. In fact, there's a certain segment of authoritarians in America that cannot wait to issue edicts like those in France. Just last week, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell threatened Americans with lockdowns as if they were disobedient children. Get vaxxed or we're going back to lockdowns like last year. That was his message. But you don't lock down, you don't quarantine healthy people in hopes of preventing the spread of disease. That's a form of punishing the innocent. And it is unjust. That's the biblical and constitutional position. Read Leviticus 13. This chapter spells out in great detail the due process required before anyone could be put outside the camp for leprosy. It was only after someone had been examined by a priest that he was quarantined. There is no provision in the law of Moses for locking down Israel to prevent the spread of leprosy. Only sick individuals were quarantined. In like fashion, there is no provision in the U.S. Constitution for locking down healthy people. The outrages last year and extending into this year of governments taking away the First Amendment right of people to peaceably assemble for any reason is now getting support from Republican Mitch McConnell. Let me be entirely clear about this, the Constitution is not suspended because of a virus. And Mitch McConnell has no good reason, none whatsoever, to threaten Americans who don't want to take an experimental vaccine, one that carries no liability for the vaccine manufacturers, one that is quite possibly the most dangerous vaccine in history, with lockdowns. Leader McConnell has become an enemy of liberty. Citizens ought to ignore his threats and remove him from office. To make matters worse, last week House Democrats blocked a bill that would require the White House to declassify intelligence about the origin of COVID. The bill had passed unanimously in the Senate. So to add to the lies and obfuscations we've all been subjected to about COVID for the past 18 months, now the origins of COVID are to be kept from the American people. Our representative lorded over us all the while expecting us to call them benefactors. The arrogance of these people is limitless. Obey, peasants. Just take your shots and shut up. 
This is the House Democrats' message to the American people. And it gets worse. Back on July 6, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki announced that the Biden regime was planning to send COVID strike forces, yes, she literally used this term, to go into communities and work with them to determine what they need. It sounds almost as if the feds are going to send SEAL Team 6 to kick in your door, lob a flashbang grenade into your family room, wire tie you and stick a jab in you. Probably, that's not the case. But why the aggressive military term strike force? Intimidation seems to be the idea here. Then there's the push to socially isolate the so-called vaccine hesitant. All the trouble in the world, so we're told, is because of those stubborn deplorables who won't get jabbed. This article says that CNN is pushing punishing the unvaccinated, calling for them to be segregated from society and forced to pay for tests every single day. Question, what is the planned penalty if they refuse? This testing tyranny is justified, we're told, because, as all the great and good are telling us, 97% of those entering hospitals is unvaccinated. But like so many COVID statistics we've been presented, there is reason to doubt this. For example, today on the Gateway Pundit there's a headline that reads, Update from Sydney, there are 141 new COVID hospitalizations, all of them were vaccinated except one. Well, that kinda throws some cold water on the official narrative that vaccines are effective. This raises the question, if the overwhelming number of those hospitalized for COVID in Sydney were vaccinated, how can 97% of US hospitalizations be unvaccinated? It's almost as if Biden, Mitch McConnell and NPR are shading the truth a bit. Shocking. Then there's this, Biden administration not mandating COVID vaccines for White House staff, Saki says. Come again? If the vaccines are so effective and so necessary that Mitch McConnell thinks it okay to threaten people with lockdowns if they don't snap to and get vaccinated immediately, and if the unvaccinated are killing grandma, grandpa and your local chiropractor due to their selfishness, isn't it a national security threat to have unvaccinated people in the same building as the oldest U.S. president, sick, in history? And if you thought things couldn't get more absurd, you'd be wrong. Recently, an Australian health official actually warned against having conversations with other people. Apparently, you can be masked and vaxxed and still kill grandma by talking to your neighbor. So here we are, a year and a half after most of us first heard the words coronavirus and COVID and the globalists and their lackey politicians, academicians, journalists, and doctors are still breathing threats against the God-given liberties of their people. No end to the tyranny pandemic seems to be in sight. I mention the globalists, because this entire so-called COVID pandemic strikes me as an orchestrated event to destroy individual liberty and impose the sort of tyrannical social controls the elite, technocratic globalists have craved for the longest time. Arch-globalist Klaus Schwab or the World Economic Forum wrote in his 2020 book COVID-19, The Great Reset, many of us are pondering when things will return to normal. The short answer is, never. Schwab, a guy who looks and sounds just like some villain out of a James Bond movie, admits in the same book that COVID does not pose an existential threat as certain past epidemics. He also notes, it, COVID, will not result in unforeseen mass famines or major military defeats and regime changes. Whole populations will neither be exterminated nor displaced as a result of the pandemic. But for all that, he argues that we need to use this opportunity to usher in the Great Reset. According to a video issued by Schwab's World Economic Forum, the Great Reset will usher in a utopian world by 2030 in which, you'll own nothing, and be happy. It seems to me that it's entirely possible that by 2030 we'll all be propertyless serfs. But I highly doubt that we'll be happy. And note this too. The World Economic Forum doesn't say that no one will own anything, only that you won't own anything. Somebody will own everything, it just won't be any of us. 
I suspect Schwab has himself and his cronies in mind as the owners. So, here we are in the summer of 2021 facing forced vaccinations, COVID strike forces, threats of lockdowns, and vaccine passports. The government goons simply will not let this thing go. And whoever's calling the shots to whatever end, the vaccines are a crucial part of their plan. What's a Christian to do? Pray and work. More to the point, pray, stand up, and speak out. Resistance to the tyranny pandemic is obedience to God.